Greetings and welcome to the All You Can Geek Movie Cast. We are here sans Jim, so I am left with the hosting duties, and I forgot the number of the podcast. 572. So, 572. Thanks, Tony. Filling in there. So that, as you heard, Tony Korkanakis is with us. Yo! And Mike Sanidi. <laughs> What's up? Jim, unfortunately, uh, had surgery and is uh, recovering, so we wish him the best, and... Uh, Hope is all as well, mm-hmm. but uh, this week did we have a box office? I, I didn't even get to check on that. We had a box office. Right I mean, about. we had a box off box office, but was it like anything no. worth mentioning? No, it hasn't been worth mentioning in a while. Like Venom, I guess, was the last thing. Yeah. Um. So let's just get into what we've been up to because there's a lot that dropped. Um. And so I'm curious if. Mike, you had watched anything no, yet? No, <laughs> nothing. Okay, let's get that out of the way. Just want to no. make sure. But Tony, uh, let's let's hear from you. What have you been uh, watching? Watch the finale for Arcane, uh, which I assume you did. Yes, yes, indeed. <clears throat> I actually, uh, it was funny because I was um, introducing another friend to it, mm-hmm. um, and <clears throat> we it was because it was Friday night and a Saturday. And we ended the episode six because there's nine total. And she's like, "When does when does the next set come out?" And I was like, <laughs> "In about like an hour, you know, because it's like two a.m." She's like, "Dot dot dot." She's like, "You want to stay up?" And I was like, "Oh my god!" Oh. I was like, "I was like, you know what? Fine, I don't have anything to do tomorrow." It's Friday. I mean, yeah, Friday it's, night, right? Right. It's Friday night. So I stayed up until like five something watching it, and uh, yeah, it was it was awesome. I want to say narratively. It was probably the felt most rushed, obviously, because they needed mm. to get to conclusions and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. But man, this this series is so good. Like, I'm really happy with everything they did. Um, and mm-hmm. honestly, Silco is probably one of the best villains of all time. Like in uh, fiction, yeah, he's yeah, he's really well done. Like the thing I have to give this show a lot of credit for. I mean, like, like, let alone this was based on a video game that had no lore whatsoever. <laughs> had no, like, yeah. <laughs> this is just picture the heroes, and that's really all they were art artwork. Um, this the character development in this show has been some of the best I've seen in any recent medium, like this year, even last year. Like it's just really well done character development. You, I felt like you're saying Silco was a fantastic villain, not just because he was like evil, but because he had character that you could relate to but at the same time like this guy is not a good person but this and but you're conflicted because he's still like he's doing the things that he thinks he needs to do for his beliefs and like when you can have a villain that you can understand what he's thinking not necessarily agree with what he's thinking but like you can get behind like oh this i I get why he's the way he is and the reasons he's doing the things he's doing it's you know it's really well done and so like he, he he's a great character um what's the Try like all all the characters are great. All like the 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 yeah, new guy, the older. What's the kid's name? The fire, the firefly kid, or whatever. Echo, Echo, Echo. I wanted to say something. I thought it was Echo, but then I was like, wait, isn't that that Marvel show that we talked about? Last <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, he he was interesting. Um, coming back into into it because everybody's grown up now, obviously, and we haven't really seen him until this like this grouping like be him. You know, we saw. Mm-hmm. Who was before, but then like oh the reveal, and uh, yeah, I just really really enjoyed 
all of it. And the way this this ends, it's like, oh my, are you seriously going to end it on that? I can't. I couldn't. I was like, wait. I was like, again, because I was like, really, how was like, was this episode eight? Like, am I just getting things blurred together? And it's like, no. Like, oh, like, oh no uh yeah and to see jinx's character development her how she gets to be the way she is yeah and to me it's a little I mean, heartbreaking jinx, yeah to me this is actually what um harley quinn mm-hmm. should be to me at least anyway because like i don't know i felt with and again i don't know i don't read the comics or anything like that so i'm sure there's some run by some writer where it's really good and Harley Quinn is well-written and stuff like that, as opposed to just being like, you know, most of her time as a fictional character has been, uh, oh, Joker's girlfriend or whatever like that. Mm. And then, you know, I know in the past couple of years, they've been trying to push her to the forefront, a kind of like, you know, their, I don't know, Deadpool kind of thing, like very broad, appealing, whatever, and stuff like that. But like to me, like none of the Suicide Squad stuff, none of the Harley Quinn and you know, poison. None of that really hit for me. I'm like, good for the, good for her, good mm-hmm. for the character, good for the people that love that character. But to me, <clears throat> she was really one note. Whereas, like with Jinx, because uh, obviously, I think that's where the inspiration came from. Oh, just from the, I mean, the it design. was pretty, yeah, yeah, pretty yeah, clear. Um, but just how broken of a person she was due to like childhood trauma, and then stuff that happened when she was like, you know, a later child, and it's like, oh man, you're just piling trauma on top of trauma. Mm-hmm. It's like, this is bad. Like, this is. It's really bad. Um, you need therapy, girl. Go to therapy. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, all the characters are well written, and um, I feel like every character got good moments. I know this, so I was really happy. Even Marcus, like, like he was a good character as far as like his role in the story. Not oh, I love to hate him. I love to hate yeah. him. He was actually my least favorite character. I was like, anytime he showed up, I was like, "Fuck you, dude! Like, yep. get out of here! I can't wait for you to eat shit." Like literally, no. I mean, that's what I mean. He was his role in the series was fantastic, and he did it, it, he played it well. And it was again every every character was really well done. Even um, the counselor woman that Jace's you know relationship with mm-hmm. Mel. Uh, she, yes, Mel. Thank you. She had an interesting storyline, and she, like she had drama with family and stuff. And so yeah, like it, they, they the every character was really well like done, and you felt like there was some depth to them that a lot of shows like. Don't look and yeah. and like you mentioned with Harley Quinn, uh, and and Jinx. There's definitely comparisons. Obviously, they're very the inspirations there. That's you can't deny it. And they do. They I agree. They do a much better job explaining why she's broken and giving you reasons to, or not reasons, but to you know giving you a sense of an, an idea of why she is the way she is. And it makes more it's sense. Not, it's not just a tattoo on her forehead. Yeah, I and mean, it's like, oh, rotten. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, it's in, yeah, and the way she deals with everything and then how she perceives things and the fact that she never really gets over the deaths in her in her life and the things that she feels responsible for. It's just like so well done and you just know and understand why she's so broken. And 
and you're still rooting for her at the same time. You're like, oh, come on. Like, yeah. you're, st- you're looking at her, like, this is a, like this kid. They needed help and like shelter. And, and now she's just killing a people. Person. It's, like, it's like, yeah, it's like, girl, uh, you needed to go to therapy a long time ago. It's not too bad. Yeah. yeah. But yeah. Now um, she's got yeah. the juice in there, whatever, shimmer. Yep. Uh, but great, great, great show. Yeah. Uh, excited for everyone involved in that. Some of that and, uh, if anything, I hope this expands even beyond just Arcane Season 2. Like, I hope mm-hmm. we get... Because this only focused on one country yeah, uh, exactly. in, in the League universe. So there's, like, I think four others, at least, they can they can mm-hmm. explore and stuff like that. So I'd love to see one series based on each region. And then they could do, not, like, Avengers thing, but, like, some big, you know... Because a, a conflict happens. You know, spoiler yeah. alert. Conflict <clears throat> happens between countries that have resources that everybody wants and stuff like that. So that... Uh, as evident by this series <laughs> mm-hmm. but um yeah that'd be really cool um the other thing i watched was cowboy bebop on netflix okay how um, far in did you get or did you watch it all i watched it all I watched it all. okay oh yeah. wow uh i don't know i don't know what it was with with both arcane like arcane felt like as soon as the episodes dropped like an hour later people were talking about everything i'm like the, the episodes just came out like what are you talking yeah. about like and i'm like ah, i gotta mute these things and stuff like that so I like got worried with Cowboy Bebop, even though like I know how the series goes. Like I was mm-hmm. like, well, I don't want to like. I would hate for like them to do the some huge twist or reveal. Like um, what's it called? Where it's like, uh, you know, you're expecting one thing and mm-hmm. they do the opposite uh, term. So I was like, you know, let me go through this. So I watched through the week. I didn't blitz it like in well, one bait shot. and switch kind of thing. Yeah. Um, and you know, how to say, it. it's it's mm. good. I'll say it's good, but. They definitely change things to make it a actual, you know, obviously live action adaptation. Mm-hmm. But further than that, um, they they change the characters a bit, and I'd say it's a, it's a mixed bag because some things are better about the characters, and then there's some things which are worse. But the thing that, and I, you know, again, I'm okay. Like to me, I'm just viewing this as like a spinoff or an alternate reality, or you know, whatever new writer comes in and is like, oh, well, let me take a, an homage to, you know, the original part like that. But they absolutely destroyed um, the main uh, antagonist in the series, Vicious, mm-hmm. and, like, the woman in the love triangle, uh, Julia. Like, absolutely butchered these two characters. Where I'm just like, uh, what are you, well, what I, are you I'm going to stop you right here, because I only watched episode one, because I didn't, I've watched, I was yeah, watching yeah. other stuff, and so... As soon as I saw them, because they, they, they show them at the end of the first episode, I'm like, I they don't like this. I don't know. I I hope, I hope it's not what I'm like. I was like, I don't like it. I've got a bad feeling about this. That's how I was feeling at the end of episode one. Yeah. And to hear what you're saying, it's like, ah, oh, my fears have been confirmed because that whole storyline is was some of the most like interesting because that was like the through line through the yeah. first spike. And so like if they just if they don't do that right, then that's very worrisome for me. So yeah, like first of all, visually, and, and the thing is, I I always I, I I try not to judge things on like leaked photos or anything anymore. Like I'll be like, oh, I'll comment on it, but I'm like, I know it's gonna look different in the like final right. version. I mean, yeah, look at Quicksilver, right? That's yeah. that was the biggest one. So. Yeah, exactly. But like with Vicious, no, it's just like this <laughs> dude is very obviously wearing like. Look, honestly, it looked like he was wearing Henry Cavill's wig from like The Witcher. Where it's uh, like he looked like a cosplayer to me. Yeah, that like that's what it is. Is because like I don't understand it. The other three main characters, you know, um, Faye, Spike, and um, Jet. Jet, they look great. Like, mm-hmm. like 
they're recognizable. It's not like a one-to-one, but you don't want that from an yeah. animated to a live action thing. Um, but it's, it's stylized and it's like, okay, this works. But like him, it just, dude, like you're like, first of all, the hair, I just cannot get past it. Like, I'm just yeah. like, don't give him white hair then. Like if you can't make him dye his hair for the role, um, or get a, a, a good looking wig, which is weird to me because cosplayers are doing this regularly. Yeah, they, they uh, he's a broke ass guy because like there's like even there's cosplayers that look real good and stuff. Yeah. And so like you can do wigs well. Like what's their name? Yeah. And um, Queen's Gambit was wearing a wig the whole time. Yeah, the whole time. Hair. Yeah, yep. Yeah, and look, look great. So like you can do wigs fine. This guy just he looks so yeah. bad. And like and, he's supposed to be like this like super badass yeah. dude, and you just can't take him seriously. Exactly. That's exactly it. Because like that's the thing in the original series, like any. He doesn't show up that often, but when he does, you're like, oh, shit, shit's going to go mm. down right now. You know, something's happening. Yeah. But in this series, and without spoiling it, he shows up so often where just like, instead of like being afraid for anybody or like be like, oh, what's going to happen here? I'm just like, I roll my eyes and go, God, please, like, let this scene be like really quick or something mm-hmm. like that. Because it's, just, it's cringy. It's I mean, that, so that, cringy. Yeah, so that, that, the last sequence um, was so the, the first uh, in the first episode. The last sequence, I was just watched. I was like, "No, really? Is this like? Is this gonna be him this whole time? Like, it, it better change." <laughs> yeah. And uh, so, yeah, I'm disappointed yeah. now. But so, I mean, that, I got my expectations set. Yeah, so I, I mean, I'm looking forward to the rest because I did really enjoy the first episode, and I was like, "Wow, look at all like like they followed that first episode of the anime pretty well. Like, yeah, everything about it seemed." To translate perfectly, and I liked how dirty the everything is. <laughs> yeah, you know, it's like a dirty future instead of like a super clean yeah. future. I, so I liked that a lot, and it's interesting they're calling everybody cowboy. <laughs> yeah, uh, but yeah, the the episode was fun, and I did like it. Yeah, that's, I do that's think what uh, it fun. was uh, a a good you know launching point for like I said just the first episode, but. I was so disappointed in, in the ending, and I was like, oh, no. As soon as you started mentioning I was like, ah. Oh, uh, yeah. Um, but, yeah, I mean, yeah, obviously, I would say it's worth watching, um, cool. especially if you're right. a fan. So, yeah. Nice. Uh, at least have your own opinion. And they do do some cool, like, original things. I'm like, oh, you know what? Mm-hmm. That's cool. Nice. But that's it for All me. Right. Cool. All lot. right. <laughs> I mean, obviously, I mentioned Arcane and then the first episode of Cowboy Bebop, but uh, the other thing I did watch was the Wheel of Time uh, series. Basically. My friend roasted that series on Twitter. She's like, she's like, yeah. like she, she was live tweeting as she was watching. She was like, what the F with blah, 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 blah. Mm-hmm. And then another tweet like 10 minutes later, what the F, blah, 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 blah. I'm like, so, <laughs> yeah. So, um, the guy that's developing this show is a major, like, huge fan of the Wheel of Time. And so, like, everybody's pretty excited because this guy, he's, like, a big fan. He's getting to make the Wheel of Time TV show. But they change so much in this show. Like, the first episode alone, you're, like, it's, like, a wholly, totally different thing. I, I, it's, like, they took um, a rough, like, someone, like, maybe was talking about the Wheel of Time and the guy overheard it. And so that's, like, what it seems like here because it's, like, oh, it's a fantasy setting? Okay, we'll do it. Like, here's some plot points and then we'll throw it in there and the rest of it we'll just do. And they just changed so much. And so the first three episodes, they're not bad. I, I think if you're a fan of The Wheel of Time, I think that you're, you, you probably have a problem with this. Show. <laughs> uh, if you're not a fan of The Wheel of Time or don't know The Wheel of Time, I don't think you, you'll be upset. Um, <laughs> I think it, it was fine. But it's just, it doesn't set itself apart 
and the changes they don't do, I hope they do because they need to make the TV show more accessible because the wheel time right. is very, is, is very not accessible uh, fantasy. So I just, I'm just curious to hear what people think about it that are not wheel time fans because mm-hmm. my coworker is also a huge wheel time fan. That's his favorite. Um, book series and he did not like it either and so i don't dislike it i'm just trying to separate it from the book uh because it's not it is not uh what i expected it to be and Mm -hmm. like i said they do some major character changes that um that are going to be you know it's going to have a whole effect on the entire on the entire show and the character motivations and stuff so It'll be interesting, but that's what I've been up to, Mike. We know you said you have not been able to watch much, so let's get into the news, guys. What we have to start with, we well, let's see, because <laughs> I did not uh, get to see much of the news, and I know Jim's not here, but it's unfortunate because um, his favorite character, Soka, has their own show, and they just cast. Um, one of the most popular characters from the Rebels cartoon, Sabine Wren's uh, live-action counterpart. And, uh, I mean, I don't know this actress, but it looks good. I mean, it's exciting to see that that show's going to play a part. And, you know, she was, Ahsoka was in Rebels, so we'll see how this goes. Uh, I don't know if you've seen any of that stuff, guys. Tony, have you seen any of it? Rebels? Yeah. Yeah. I don't remember. I, I couldn't. I didn't remember if you saw it or not. I know yeah, Mike, yeah. you did not, right? After that, <laughs> well, sorry, Mike, I didn't catch all that. No, I didn't get to that. No, but yeah, she's. I mean, you you probably recognize her. She's all over the place. Uh, she's a Mandalorian character, so looks good, exciting. Um, we'll have to ask Jim what he thinks when he's here. But we got more Star Wars news, and it's like. Kathleen Kennedy, uh, who's been the main producer in the Star Wars movies for a long time, said they won't forget the Star Wars sequel trilogy characters. I guess the, meaning like Rey and Kylo. Yeah. Um, but like, I don't know. It's, why? What does it matter? I could not be more disinterested in Star Wars um, mainline stuff anymore. And I mean, even... I'll be honest. Anything that's not like a video game or mm-hmm. um, Mandalorian, like I, I just could not care. About. Yeah, no, I understand. Mike, what do you think? Well, I think the reason why she said this is because all the rumors have been that oh, they're going to write the new trilogy out of canon because it was so poorly received and Damn. everything that sort of draws more from the Legends stuff, which Mandalorian did a little bit, was better received. Um, but I still don't really honestly think that's going to happen. Um, and that's more or less what she's saying here. Mm-hmm. And, and also, they tie her to this, too. They, they blame her, <laughs> specifically. Um, so it's sort of like, these are my characters, so fuck off, kind of, too. <laughs> yeah. A little bit. I mean, it is like you're separating yourself from... Uh... Well, Star Wars fans are so, like, they're fucking dumb. Because it'll be like, oh, Kathleen Kennedy fucking ruined Star Wars. And it's like, okay, so you don't like the new trilogy, which, okay, I get that. But then it'll be like, Mandalorian is so good. Luke Skywalker come back. So good. It's like, hmm, who's the executive producer on that? Hmm. 
Who signed off on that? Oh, Kathleen Kennedy. It's like, wow, that's that's so fucking weird. But you want to get the other thing. Like people will be like, oh, Luke, like George Lucas ruined Star Wars. And now it's like Disney's ruined Star Wars. Lucas would be back. (laughs) These are different people, though. Uh, People more my age are like George Lucas ruined Star Wars. People younger than me, like the people who grew up on the prequels, are like George Lucas was the best. Like he had a vision. Yeah, yeah, we talked about how like the prequel trilogy now is like. Oh, it's it's. There's a new wave of positivity yeah. for it. Yep. Yeah. No. No. It's. it's, it's me. <laughs> I mean, it took this the sequel trilogy to to do this though. So <laughs> I don't know what that means. <laughs> kind of. So. I I also do think that was starting a little bit just because there were so many people who mm. were kind of sick of us bashing the prequels when it was their first exposure to Star Wars. It was the first <laughs> new movie I saw. I I mean I think I was twelve ish 12 almost 13 when um phantom menace came out i mean but a few years earlier i saw the reissue so yeah but uh yeah well it's we're getting more star wars there's waves of sentiment going anywhere excuse me but uh speaking of new things uh kojima and i'm surprised this doesn't happen sooner but kojima the uh you know prolific video game designer who's done Death Stranding most recently is uh, his studio is going to be opening up new uh, multimedia section or part or a new studio get dedicated to TV and film and music. This is honestly and, everything he's been working up to. Like yeah. I, I like we kind of said it's like, it's like dude, this should have happened a long time ago. Yeah, no, well that's the thing is I'm surprised because like I thought not that I I was like when he broke off of Konami and created this Kojima Productions. I basically thought that's what he was doing. Um, was just he wanted to, you know, get into all the other media formats, and um, now it's official. But I mean, that's really what like, you were saying. That's what this was all leading up to in the first place. Uh, Good what, for him, you know. Yeah. What do you think? Because um, obviously, he doesn't have, you know, his Metal Gear uh, license or anything. Do you think he does something? Brand new original or tries to stay in that Death Stranding original. Universe. He's got to own the IP, man. He has to. Well, no, I mean Death Stranding's his, but I'm just saying. What, do you think he branches off of that or oh, brand new? I don't know. Like it seems like Death Stranding was like just something for him to um, do, make money and flex keep his out. creative muscle or whatever. <laughs> right, right. Because um, I think if they were going to do a sequel, they would have done that already, or like if that's what mm-hmm. he wanted to do next was going to be a sequel. So I think he's probably moving on to something, and I wouldn't be surprised for the next thing to be both a video game and a either movie, or maybe even and, and, yeah, a TV yeah. series that yeah. all kind of interconnects and stuff like that. Because, right. I mean, really, if there's somebody that could pull it off, it'd be him. Mm-hmm. It'd be him. Yeah, no, I would uh, say that, I mean, his his games essentially are four-hour if you cut the clips out, like, yeah. maybe even longer yep. for our movies. So, and he's you know he rubs elbows with all the, uh, a lot of actors and stuff. So, mm-hmm. yeah, I mean, his best bud Keeley. Yep. Do we expect do the game awards, Mike? For for a movie he makes? Well, for anything for <laughs> Kojima. I mean, I... I mean, he might be there, but I don't think he has anything mm. relevant to announce yet. I, I do wonder how batshit insane anything he's going to be without, I mean, I would assume without the constraints of gameplay. I don't mm-hmm. know if he's going to do you know, the whole uh, 
what was that game? The Quantum Break thing? Oh, oh it was like a TV show and a game yeah, in one. I'm not sure if that's what he's going to do with this now. I think he might, you know, I have, you get the sense that he always wanted to just do a movie. So mm-hmm. I think he might, at least at first, just do a movie, not tied to anything else. Um, but I also think without the constraints of gameplay, I, he might go insane. Like, he already does that in his games anyway. Um, yeah. So we'll see. I, I can't say that, like, oh, a Kojima movie, I want to see that. Because mm-hmm. eh. <laughs> the, the more the narrative, like, gets in his control, the more I get uninterested. I feel like in his games. Um, I don't know. I feel the opposite. Like <laughs> almost like I want to see. Uh, I just take take the control out of my hands and just uh, let me watch whatever crazy thing he you know comes up with, and then that'll be that. <laughs> I don't know. I could see like it'd be if it can get fit it into like a, a under two hours. You know, the nice uh, quick, um, not quick, but you know, streamline something that doesn't drag out forever i think it could be interesting yeah but um yeah let's move on because we got live action blade runner and alien series in the works from uh uh, ridley scott and while i think blade runner might be might be interesting just because the world and universe is cool alien has just been so disappointing like everything since alien aliens really (laughs) has been bad uh it's kind of hard to get excited for anything in that universe that's new. Right. You... Yeah. I just don't care. I mean, what was it, Prometheus? Is that the last thing I watched in that? that was no, such that a... wasn't Prometheus. The one after that. Covenant? Covenant? Yeah. <laughs> I, mean, I didn't like Prometheus either. The Covenant no, was a no. fucking piece of shit. I didn't shit. even watch that because like, Prometheus. Yeah, I, think, I think I even said it. I was like, this is bad, guys. This is yeah. like, really bad. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, no, absolutely. It's so disappointing, no. too, because it's a... I mean, I'm such a fan of that series or universe like yeah i'm much more interested in the blade runner stuff but i don't really know anything about that um mm-hmm. it's not i'm assuming it's not going to be related to any of the characters we've already seen i would hope not two movies i do think that um there is a little aspect of less is more with blade runner mm-hmm. um i don't know how much we want to Overexplore that universe and all the questions it always raises when you look at it. They're very philosophical movies and sort of have to like consider the state of the universe and what it means right. there in the universe. But I think so that's just, what's interesting too is like because yeah. you have a way more unique opportunities there than like aliens. It's like, meh. Yeah, no, yeah, it's cool. I just don't want Blade Runner to oversaturate itself too. Basically, did you watch style... that anime though, Mike? No, I did not. I did not. That was really cool. So I, I definitely right. see a see a, 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 a that being interesting um, going forward. But uh, yeah, so we of course can't have a week without you know some type of Marvel news um, because it's always yeah. got to have Marvel news. One clockwork. Yep. But uh, we got the trailer last week for. For Spider-Man, which was really cool, we talked about that. Was live reaction, fun. you can yeah. hear the trailer on YouTube. <laughs> yep. You can see it, and but whatever. If, you, if you're a listener, check out our YouTube channel because you'll be able to check a check us live reacting to that trailer. But 
afterwards, Tom Holland came out and said that uh, if he's playing Spider-Man in his 30s, he's done something wrong. I mean... <laughs> First of doing... all, I, I kind of hate that this was posted to begin with. I don't know. This just seems like <laughs> slow news day and some sure. editor or whatever is like, mm, let's make some I controversial mean, headlines this... for some fucking clicks. Well, like, did he say it or not, though? I mean, if he said it, that's not a well, what's the context? The that's the thing, though. You know, that's where that's well, where you're just he's known context, a little know. bit for saying stupid things, but <laughs> I don't know. That's that, that his but, character. He's, he's never exactly, gonna look like he's in his 30s anyway. He could be 40. Sure, but I mean, the other thing is too is like every time, like fucking actors will come out and say this bullshit. Like we could just look at the Bond thing with fucking Daniel Craig. Mm -hmm. How many times did he say, this is my last Bond movie? This is my last Bond movie. Yep. Like four movies in a row? Three? I mean, whatever it was. It's like a decade long. Yeah. It's like, dude. I do think it, it hurt this last movie a little bit, too, because everyone's like, no, oh, he's, he's over this shit. And this was filmed like three years ago. So I don't know. But it's, I mean, it's, it's, it's stupid. It's non-news. And honestly, the thing is, like, why would you not want to get a fucking, like, when, what was it? When the deal with Sony and Marvel was expired, he fucking called um, Bob Short, or whoever, Bob, yeah. Bob Eisner. Fucking called him crying, telling him how important the role is. I'm sorry, you don't go from that to being like, if I'm still playing Spider-Man in my 30s, I'm doing something wrong. It's like no, but this is this is see, I as someone in my mid 30s now, and I work with kids who are about 19. This is this thing that the 30 is some in surmountable distant age that is too far for them to even he's think about. He's closer to 30 than he is to he's 25 only. He's only 25. So he, he probably thinks, you know, this is a kid's role, a kid's character. And again, he started out in high school, which, you know, whatever. I, I'm not all about. I think Spider-Man gets more interesting when you age him up a little because we've seen him in high school and college already. Uh, but so Maybe that's it. He's just like, oh, Spider-Man, you know, doesn't work as an older character, he thinks, maybe. I don't know. Yeah. And well, that, that's I mean, the part where I'm like, eh, okay. If you can hold a job for, you know, decades, then it's pretty impressive. So. Well, I'm just saying, this is fucking non-news. It's such fucking non-news. I hate it. Jim, if you listen to this, stop posting these fucking articles. Well, I, I don't know so, about that. Let's, yes. let's end on one last thing here, because, uh, I mean, I'm sure... You guys all are excited to talk about Mass Effect some more. And uh, Amazon, we just talked about real time there, Amazon show, um, is nearing a deal to develop a series based on the uh, Mass Effect franchise. How you know, This might I surprise you, why? but I'm, I'm excited for this. Oh, if this happens, oh, I would be excited. Totally. I would be excited. Absolutely. Now, would you want to follow Shakespeare, though? To you? There was too many questions at the same time. <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead, Mike. How is this different than, like, to me, this is a, a narrative-based video game thing that is, I think, done better because it's a video game. So how is this different than, say, like an Uncharted thing where you thought, oh, it's already kind of a movie. Why do we need a movie or TV version of this? Uh, well, so, so with Uncharted, I mean, with Uncharted, I think Nathan Drake is a very specific character. And Naughty Dog themselves are very cinematic-focused thing, like studio. Uh, which all, that's all I've done for the past 15 years. Um, so it just feels to me like, what do I gain by watching an Uncharted movie or 
the Last of Us movie or television series, rather HBO series, whatever. Um, whereas Mass Effect, there's wiggle room to play. In. Like, I mean, first of all, it doesn't have to be about Shepard. Like, I would love if they actually did something ballsy where, like, hey, this is set like at the at the dawn of um, intergalactic space travel and having all these races meet each other and and negotiate for peace and whatever and all that stuff. That would be cool. I'm not saying that's absolutely going to happen, but as of right now, that sounds cool. You know, they, they're not limited to just, hey, it's got to be Shepard. And even if it is, Shepard, there's some interesting things to play there because those games are RPGs and everybody made, when we talked about it on the podcast when we played those games, everybody made their own decisions. And, you know, obviously there's Renegade or Paragon and stuff like that. But uh, a series would have, you know, its own way of doing things. I would hope at least. Again, hope. I'm not saying it's absolutely going But on paper, I'm like, okay. This sounds interesting to me because there's a lot more that they can do uh, with a series based on that show, on that franchise, mm-hmm. uh, rather than uh, again an Uncharted or you know Last of Us. Yeah, like, I mean, Last well, of Us was like, hey, you know, sorry to interrupt real quick. If Last of Us was like, hey, you know what, we're going to tell a story about, um, you know, another character, like a new character in the universe. Like, that is interesting to me. I would watch something like that. Mm-hmm. But it's yeah. like, you know, it's so close to the to the game. I'm just like, eh, we'll see. I'm not a big Star Trek fan, but isn't Mass Effect basically just Star Trek with urgency? Sure, could be. I mean, you, you could you could say that. I suppose uh, the thing that I would say about the Mass Effect series is that with Amazon behind it, you could, and you know, all these streaming services, you can throw a, a pretty big budget at it and make it look all nice and everything. And you know, it would be cool to have a big, uh, a new big sci-fi show. You know, like you mentioned, Star Trek and whatnot, and so it'd be cool to have a nice big uh, sci-fi show out there. That's um, a property that we are familiar with, and maybe you know they can tell an interesting story with it. But there is right. more, to, like you said, there is more there that you can yeah. you can wiggle room it with. Because yeah, like if you're following Ellie and Joel, like how much are you going to change? If you're following, you know, Nathan Drake, he's basically Indiana Jones. So it's a uh, I do you know, it's not as much to explore there where Mass Effect you can definitely explore a lot. Because like you said, there's choices that you make that have consequences that may or may not matter. <laughs> but there are choices that you get to make right? that we'll see. Or, I, just, and... I just hope they actually maybe do stay away from Shepard because Shepard is possibly male or female and I don't want to do that whole thing with this. And you know it'll be a whole thing no matter what they choose. They <laughs> it'll choose. be transgender. <laughs> There yeah, so it's I mean, gonna it, it would be a whole thing, and I I, mm-hmm. I just don't. I think they they would do well to avoid that by just making it about a different character. And that's what I'm saying. Like, there's just uh, much more possibility with that. And I would point exactly something like Mandalorian, where it's like at least season one was really uh, mostly original stuff, just set in a familiar universe. And something mm-hmm. like that with Mass Effect, absolutely. Like, I'd love to see, you know. Um, Obviously, I, I I don't think we'll get it, but like I'd love to see it be based on like a non-human, like the main character yeah. being non-human. No, I was thinking character. like even like Garrus or something early Garrus yeah. days or something or yeah before yeah. meeting Shepard something like that and or like or you could even you could even have and I probably wouldn't go over well because you want to follow characters, but you could have like what they do in the games. It's like well this season's about these characters, and then you're gonna forget all about <laughs> them in the next one. Yeah. <laughs> Play something else. But yeah, it'll be interesting to see what they do. And 
it would be a cool take to like look at it from a different race and like oh discovering humans for the first time that'd be interesting so but there's a lot there so yeah cool uh exciting because i mean i'm a big fan of the mass effect and I, I jim actually just mentioned that he bought the mass effect legendary edition so he's uh, got mass effect on his mind so it'll be uh cool and that's gonna do it for us in the uh the movie cast so uh don't forget you guys can check us out on youtube if you're watching us there please hit the like and subscribe button it'll help us out a bunch you can contact us at all you can geek at gmail.com check us out on facebook and uh we're doing this live on twitch so look us up there because you can watch this happening as it's happening for the first time so uh, that's out, and, uh we'll see you next time